Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood adventure series. Support us on Patreon at Protectors of the Wood. I've come a long way from my home in the sky Because I love this world with all of my might So make it the best it can possibly be That's my gift to you and your gift to me the Protectors of the Wood Adventure Series, episode number 144, The Great Grey Owl. Abby and the children were all seated in the far corner of the churchyard wild area. The noise of the adults in the Sunday afternoon event seemed far away. They were trying to be silent and see any living creature who had made the wild area their home. Everyone was eager to see another creature. Crows! Crows! She pointed above them, and they heard the familiar rough voices and saw the black wings go by. Blackbird! Red wings! He pointed through the leaves of a nearby tree, and the bird jumped to another branch, and then another. Somewhere, a woodpecker. They could hear the tapping. A new voice appeared among the trees. There's a dove! There's a dove! There was a plump gray bird with a white-edged tail on a branch overhanging the wall. Then another voice seemed to come out of nowhere. Well, that's a morning dove. They looked to the left, and there were the bishop and a woman in a wide-brimmed hat. I hope you don't mind if we play, too. The children looked at them in awe, as if they were visitors from another planet. A new bird call sounded very close at hand, a bubbling, grating, aggressive series of notes that repeated over and over. The woman pointed to a branch almost over their heads where a small, plain gray bird with a flash of white on the edge of its tail leaned over them as if to express annoyance with these human intruders. House friend. The children continued to stare at the bishop and the woman, finding them a more strange and interesting sight than the birds. Abby was delighted to hear the voice of her owl. The woman looked up, startled, and crept toward the thicket, moving her head back and forth, stooping and then standing on tiptoe 
to get a better angle to see. She turned to the children and beckoned them forward, kneeling down and motioning to the group to do the same. She pointed into the tangle of branches and vines. The deep voice came again. The woman silently pointed up through the brush to an old, broken oak tree, its upper half struck by lightning or decayed long ago, now with few branches left and covered in Virginia creeper. There on a horizontal branch next to the peeling bark of the thick tree, deep in the shadow of the vines, two yellow eyes shone forth. A shockingly large, dark and light gray striped body could barely be seen. The owl was about a yard tall with a long tail. The children could hardly believe their eyes. None of them had ever seen anything like it. For that matter, neither Abby nor their new visitors had either. The children began to show each other, pointing for those who hadn't seen it yet. A great gray owl. Count yourselves blessed, my children. The first I've ever seen. Abby caught sight of the bird and silently backed out of the group to let the children move into her spot. She nudged right into the legs of the bishop and turned to whisper. I'm sorry. He gave her a very warm and kindly smile. His eyes were brimming over with tears. After this high point of excitement, Abby led the group back to the open lawn. Tom Winkle was waiting there with a message from the parents to meet them at the other end of the churchyard for the soccer exhibition. The crowd had deserted the tables and shady spots to gather around the front area that Abby had left open for concerts and vendors. Phoebe had turned the space into a small soccer field Tom led the children to the parents clustered on the sidelines, marked with cones. They squeezed in to view the action. The bishop and the woman in the wide hat stayed with them. Fred Peterson was kneeling on the sidelines and pulled Abby forward to kneel with him. She saw four young teenagers, Shannon, Nico, Gio, and Jasmine, standing about 10 feet apart, juggling a soccer ball back and forth. Parents and teens were taking cell phone pictures, and a young girl took photos with a fancy camera right out on the field. Phoebe had given Sule the freedom to take a close-up video. Abby was thinking, That must be Nico's new friend. She's already a part of everything. The performers sent the ball around the square, one touch per player, and then moved closer to send the ball around with their heads. Then they moved back again, all without the ball touching the ground. The parents gave a round of applause.
sun is rising in the bright blue sky the world i know it comes alive and i'm feeling like the time is arrived to be what i can be oh it's like the universe is at my front door to you it may be just a corner store but i'm afraid to ask more cause it's a lot to me it's a lot to me It's a magic land And we're all in it Step right up and let's begin it It's in the faces of people that we see Father, mother, sister and brother Another, don't you think together we might find a way? Because I gotta say, we can make it happen today. Wonderful and terrible too Just about anything can happen to you, you, you. I say it matters, it matters what, what we do Something special, how I feel Now I finally know that it's real, it's real and I think together we might find a way Cause I gotta say we can make it happen too I gotta say we can make it happen too I gotta say we can make it happen today 